All right. It says recording has started. Here we hey, go. Hey man, we're rolling. We're rolling. Adam, we got yes. a special. We got a, this is a special episode. This is. This is very special. So. Tell, tell the people why. Tell the people why though. This is this well, is just hear us out. Hear us out for a second. Yeah, and it, it, I almost forgot about it too. But uh, just looking at the episodes, this is our one hundredth episode. Um, Stop playing. One hundred. Hundo. Yes. You know. Yes. Goodness gracious. I it's, mean, it's I was crazy. around for maybe maybe a quarter of those, but I mean, collectively I, as a show, no, maybe. May, okay, I'd say half. Do you think I've done? I'd you say think I've half. Done, there's no way I've done fifty episodes. You don't think so, dude? I don't know, bro. I'll, oh, I'll split the difference. I'll, I'll say thirty. Okay, I, I I I wouldn't. I would hope not to uh, just have me on all those because, man, I feel bad for the viewers. But um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta switch it up a little bit. Holy cow! <laughs> oh shoot, man! A hundred episodes. I mean, congratulations to you, brother. Because I mean, you've been a part for each hundred of those. Yeah, well, you know, thank you to the listeners, too, you know, because 100 episodes and you guys are still listening. Uh, we're still having fun doing this. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's awesome. So another 100 more. Mm-hmm. You loyal. We appreciate you. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yep. There, there's a yep. whole there's a lot of podcasts out there that you could be listening to, but you, you're listening to ours and we're so, so very thankful. So, oh, yeah, 100 percent forever and ever. Thanks, guys. Yep. Appreciate you guys. Well, you know, and it, we're recording this on the day before New Year's Eve. So this is our last episode in 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got a lot of stuff to get to. We're going to do a Grizz update um, and just update you guys on some things. And then um, a lot of this is just dedicated to basketball because yep. basketball kind of got the the back just a little bit for fall and we'll catch up on basketball they are playing as we speak tonight um mm-hmm. so we'll get to that as well and yeah. uh but man first we got to give shout out to grizz hockey man they are still going at it if you guys have not seen mm-hmm. a game i've heard they're phenomenal um they are the, the last game was december i believe like 11th uh, it was a win and it was against the cats, uh, yep, eight, yep. To, eight to one. Um, but they are go- coming back on January 14th. I believe it's at Eastern Washington. So it's not a home game, but, uh, check a look, go look at their website at Grizz. Check Hockey. a look, check, check a, a look, look for sure. Yep. Check a that's look right. for sure. Check <laughs> a look. I am, I am putting that in the dictionary too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no man, I mean shout out to y'all boys. Um, definitely, I think I think you know hockey is just one of those the sports that just goes under the radar. At least here at the university, you know, yeah, it, it, it's kind of interesting. I don't necessarily know if it's you know kind of its own thing or if it you know yeah. or how how that whole thing kind of operates. You know, yeah, you know, because well, before you check a look at their website, you can't go on to the Go Grizz site. You have to actually go. They have their own individual hockey page. Uh-huh. Um, so it's, I think Grizz hockey. So don't mm-hmm. try to look up their schedule, um, on the go Grizz. It's, it's a totally different page. So, mm-hmm. no, man, I mean, they're absolutely incredible right now. They're in a little bit of a hiatus. Uh, I think yep. that's simply just because of the holidays around. Um, yep. so yeah, man, by the way, Adam, how was your, how was your Christmas? It was good, man. It, you know, the, I love Christmas. My wife loves Christmas. Like she, she goes all out. And so like the, 
preemptive like go like waiting for it and then like the day of it's like it goes by so fast mm -hmm. um it was just awesome I, I love having my kids experience christmas that's like the best part now is this experience mm -hmm. ha having living through your your children and their experiences with santa claus and presents and uh it was it was a good time man how about you mm -hmm. It was good, man. It was good. Like, uh, we, we talked a little bit about it before, you know, a little bit off the air and just really just kind of yeah. hung out, man. Really didn't do too much. Hung out with my brothers, hung out with the pups, uh, with my dog. And then I uh, was actually puppy sitting as well, too, man. You know what? I actually, you know what I just realized, though? This year was the first year that I, I ran into somebody that's never seen the movie Elf ever before in their what? life. Never? They're young. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. They're young. They're young, but they've never seen it. I was like, man, it's just my. And I, I try to make like a reference to the movie. I was just like, oh, I mean, uh, I know him. I know him. You know, like Santa. <laughs> you know. And then the person was just like, what are you doing? And I was like, what are you doing? What are you talking what about? You? Like, exactly. Yeah. And so, so man, are, you they, they are you a Hell fan yeah. of Elf? Are you a fan of Elf? Because I, yeah. I've, I've told people like, but that's a classic. It's like, it's not a classic. I'm like, yeah. It's a classic for sure. I don't, yeah. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I think, I think it's definitely a classic. At least for me, man. For, yeah. for where I grew up and the time I grew up, man, it's a classic. Yeah. It's all. I mean, I'm gonna tell my kids about it down the road too. You know, oh, yeah. it's just oh, one yeah. of those movies, yeah. And they're gonna know what the hell Elf is too. <laughs> exactly. I want to make sure of that. <laughs> well, that and you know, Christmas Vacation. That's one of my favorites. Uh, that always ah, you about. know what? This is where you're gonna get disappointed oh, in me. I don't no. ever remember watching Christmas Vacation. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh, don't they have like never... a number of movies? Well, yeah, like in the whole series they do, there's there's a couple of them, but uh, you you've got to watch that, man. It is hilarious, dude. I know, bro. I mean, oh, uh, throw man. me to the wolves, man. Throw me, throw me to the wolves. <laughs> the crazy part uh, is, is like I've been around when like my dad's been watching it. I've been around when my brother's been watching it, but I've actually never like decided. Well, wow. I'm gonna sit down and watch this movie, you know, and I never yeah. watched it. Yeah, man. We got to we got to get you to watch that movie. We got to change that, huh? We got to change that. Yeah, for sure. We got to change sure. that. So. Yeah. Uh, well, man, let's get after this. Let's get back to the episode, dude. Yeah. Back to the episode. Let's back get back to, to the it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, long story short, shout out to Grizz Hockey. Keep doing your exactly. thing. Uh, we're on your side. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, you know, guys, this is where we're kind of going to get into the uh, basketball uh, portion of our episode. Um, a lot of this is going to be, well, all of it's going to be basketball, but just to well, give you, a before we get into that, before we get yes. into that, just really, really quickly, man, yes. another Grizz update. We know that obviously I think everybody in the mamas knows at this point that recruiting season is underway for obviously football. And then we yep. had 12 commits. We will make an episode dedicated to kind of breaking down a part to like a two part series, you know, come who we have right now. And then by the end of February, March, kind of see, you know, who else has been added to the roster. So that's just another quick, quick Grizz update for you guys. Other than that, I don't think there's, there's too much else right now that needs yeah. an update. Am, am I wrong in saying that? No, you're correct in saying that. Yep. That yeah. Yeah. And, and, then let's get rolling, man. Let's get right into some ball, dude. What were you going to say exactly. before I interrupted you? How rude of me. No, 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 exactly. I'm glad you said that because <laughs> I would have totally forgot that. Um, well, you want to go do men's basketball and then we'll jump into women's? Yeah, dude. I mean, both having impressive yeah. seasons, but yeah, we can start off with the men's. That works good. Exactly. Uh, so, you know, the last game that we were have not updated is they played Air Force uh, and they got that win at home. 
uh, 66-48, impressive impressive win against the mountain west team Mm -hmm. um the score doesn't do it justice it was pretty much a a route that game um and then they played two subpar games one a one against yellowstone christian college and uh then there was this i can't even say it it's s-a-g-u-a-i-c i'm not gonna it's a you're not gonna butcher that no i'm not gonna butcher that uh they be uh I think they're called the Warriors, one eighteen to forty nine. Mm-hmm. So two big, um, huge ones right wins. there. Oh my exactly. god! And they're not yeah. even a part of. I think they're Division two or probably elite, even a little bit lower. So um, not really to the par of where we're at. They were kind of just like tone up games uh, for the season to kind yep. of get more chemistry with the guys. Uh, after that, they went on to play their la- their last uh, non-conference game against uh, Santa Clara. At Santa Clara, they lost that game. It was back and forth, um, mm-hmm. 64 to 79. Uh, Santa Clara is in the same league as uh, the WCC where Gonzaga is playing as well. So just to let, I'll let you guys know of that. Um, but... They, they 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 fought with that game. They did a really good job mm-hmm. of, of staying in it until the last, probably the last thirteen minutes of that game, where it was just a little too much for them. So, mm-hmm. and I think that I mean overall, I think on the season right now we're sitting at eight and five. Obviously, we yep. play uh, Easter two now. Do you have a live update on that by chance? I'm getting that right as we speak. Yeah. So obviously we're sitting at eight and five. Uh, I think it's a really kind of a, a strong start to the season uh, in comparison to, you know, how kind of last season ended up and, you know, the different type of, I guess, play that, that we were put up against. Um, so I'm extremely proud of how they started the season. Obviously, there's a couple wins, a couple losses, man, but you, you can definitely see the fight in this team. And I think uh, I, I think one of the most impressive things overall is simply, you know, a little bit of that of that dogfight, a little bit of that identity that they've been able to kind of brew up from this offseason. You can see that they're uh, a different team in comparison to last year's team. I mean, you put them up head-to-head against last year's team. I mean, this year's team is going to blow them out the water just because of the different type of identity that they've been able to establish, man. So um, really proud of them so far. You know, obviously um, winning the last uh, seven of the ten games, I think that's an awesome feat, especially headed into conference play. It's just a confidence booster. You know, when you're above 500 and you win a couple good games and, you know, uh, it just puts you in a place of confidence heading into, into league yeah, exactly. They uh, update that game. They are playing Idaho State as we speak in Missoula. Uh, they are beating the Bengals forty-one to twenty-nine. Uh, this they're he- heavily favored uh, in this game. I think uh, Idaho State's won two games this year, but I I totally yeah, agree struggling. with you. Yeah, I totally agree with you. This year, um, it is a different team. You know, last year we struggled to close games out. You know this. This year we've had one of those where we had a hard time closing it out. Actually, two of them uh, with um, I believe it was North Dakota State, North Dakota State, and also the UNC game where that was playing at uh, UNC. Um, and we'll get into some of the things that we've seen too. Um, but they do have this Saturday, um, January first, twenty twenty two. That's just crazy. They actually do play. Mm-hmm. Weber State, and that is going to be a huge game. So, yep. if you guys can totally pack Dahlberg Arena because that is a huge game. Uh, Weber State is, you know, one of the top four 
in the conference. They are playing phenomenal this year as well. So that should be a great game to go see and a great kind of measuring stick of, of to see where we're at. Um, just because, mm-hmm. you know, non-conference is, is awesome. It's, and I think coach Dakir kind of looks at it as kind of just kind of tinkering around and kind of getting the guys ready for conference play. Um, and we'll go over some of their numbers and, and where they're at right now. But when conference play comes around, it it's totally different. It's a new season. This is what counts. You, you know, yep. you can be uh, a zero uh, win team in the non-conference and then win your conference and show up at the dance. Um, yep. So this is where the rubber meets the road as we speak and, and is really important. Um, so they are mm-hmm. eight and five and one and one in the conference. Um, their one loss coming from North at Northern Colorado um, by three points, which mm-hmm. was a, that was, a, that was a hard loss. That was, Oh, they were in that game. So it was, that was a good game to watch. So, mm-hmm. so and that's the beauty about sports in general, man. I mean, you can really be, I mean, Oh, and 13, let's just say in the yeah. preseason, Oh, and yeah. 13 in the preseason, come back when, when, when that conference championship and then get an opportunity at the big dance. I mean, I mean, that just makes it so awesome. You know, yeah. I mean, yep. what's happened up until this point does not matter, you know, yep. and, and and I think uh, I think, again, I said at the beginning of the season, just kind of when we did the preview, I think a lot of people are going to be surprised about how they turn out this year. I think they're going to be, you know, I, I wouldn't say humbly at the top just yet. I do think that they need a, you know, a, a lot of growth as, you know, as a young team, you would expect yep. them yep. to get better every single year. But I do think they're going to be at the top of the food chain, you know, come these next couple of years just because of what they're doing today. You know, and I think uh, that just makes it for uh, an exciting, um, an exciting season and a couple of years to kind of look forward to it, you know, as a fan. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, one of the crazy things is they're among the nation's best in a couple areas that I'd kind of like to oh, yeah. uh, shine shine some light on because this isn't just in the conference, guys. This is in the nation. So they are the eighth best in the nation on assist-to-turnover ratio, uh, which is crazy. That's 1.7 um, uh, ratio. That So they get one 1.7 assists for every one turnover. So they're averaging – more than uh, an assist for every turnover that they have. So that's an awesome uh, assist to turnover ratio. They're 10th in turnovers per game. They're only mm-hmm. averaging 9.7 turnovers. Uh, they're 12th in total assists. They're 19th in turnover margin at a plus uh, 4.9, which is always a good, that turnover margin in basketball and football is, is very important. And they are yep. third in the nation in their free throw percentage at 81.3. They are oh, yeah. basically separated by first place by 0.2%. <laughs> that is crazy, dude. Yeah. I mean, just thinking yeah. about that, I mean, in comparison to last year, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to keep reference, referencing this over and over again. I mean, you think about how they played last year, you think about how the season ended, you know, it just, yeah. it, it wasn't up to par with what they wanted and how they've been able to turn around. You know, I mean, people think this is just, you know, off season in the making. No, this is years and years of the making. This is, you know, uh, coach D, you know, having that, that that really that experience of his belt under his belt to be able to transform a team like that, you know, and put him in the right seat and yep. put him in the best position to win some games, you know, and I, more than that, when it comes down to it, man, I mean, people argue that it's really just a simple game of scoring more points than the other person, you know, but realistically, it's a lot more than to that. There's a lot more to that, you know, and so uh, yep. Yep. because of that, man, a lot of I mean, moving parts. It, there's so much that goes into it. 
a lot of moving parts, yeah. man, that make it a little bit more complicated than that. I mean, everything that you said right there, I mean, to, you know, to the common ear might be like, okay, that doesn't really matter. But realistically, it does. I mean, averaging 73.2 points per game right now on 44.6% yeah. shooting. I mean, in comparison to the defensive effort, they're only allowing teams to score almost 62 points on them. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, if you really want to dumb it down, scoring more points, yeah, and that's exactly what we're doing right now. We're scoring more points. We weren't able to stop them defensively in order to give them an opportunity to just win, man. So I think that's absolutely incredible. I think they're so far they're killing it. Um, I guess who who are you most excited about, Adam? You know, um, you know my my this year Cameron Parker has blown me away with like, he he's always been in a good assist assist guy. god man like, assist like, god brother I'm telling yeah. you. He he he's been doing phenomenal there, but he's he's picked up his points, his scoring, um, and and rebounding as well. And so you know he got on December thirteenth, right before the the break, uh, he got Player of the Week, Big Sky Player of the Week. Um, and for that week, you know he had the single game record for the Big Sky with twenty assists in one game. Crazy, crazy, crazy number. He only played, dude, eighteen minutes. That's even crazy. I don't know. He played 18 minutes. What the? Oh my gosh, dude. He, he had he had 20, 20 assists in 18 minutes. Isn't that that's nuts? Crazy, bro. That's incredible, man. I didn't even think like about the 20 that. assists. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. But then when you put the minutes that he played, it's just, you're just like, what? Yeah, dude, that's crazy, man. That's crazy, man. I think that's one of been the most, I mean, story of of the season that I've been noticing right now is just you know the type of attitude, the type of embrace that Cameron has had on the court, man. I mean, yeah. you can tell that those guys trust him. You know, now that they have a you know kind of a season and an off season under their belt with him, I think it just puts them to you know a, a better position. Now they kind yeah. of understand the expectation. I think everybody's falling into the roles, and I think that's a huge part about being part of any team. You got to understand your role. You got to understand what, what what you're there to do, and how to best you know kind of bring about your strength, you know, and work on your weaknesses, man. And I think uh, he's just that type of guy that brings that out of those guys, you know. And I think he's really finding his own groove, man. Especially, I mean, like you said, man. I mean, uh, just an un unselfish player. I mean, you see that in the actual stat itself. I mean, he's averaging yeah. six point six per game, which is, you know, still an awesome, awesome stat to have, you know. Exactly. And so the fact that that he's just selfless like that, when a lot of other guys can easily be like, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I get mine, you know. I think. Oh uh, yeah, he could. He just, could definitely yeah. look for more of his shot, and there's times where he passes it up to give a a pass to another guy. Yeah, selfless um, so player, definitely. man. Selfless player, and then that's what you want out of a guy, you know, part of yep. your program. I mean, to lead the program and you know have a pretty decent, pretty strong start, man. I think, uh, I think he's going to do some great things. And again, I think people are going to be surprised by his ability. You know, I am. I, I mean, I was just doing some, you know, basic. Really, just looked up a couple articles, just to see some stats right now. And Josh Banner, man, twelve points per game, almost eight yep. rebounds per game, which I think is the more impressive stat to really have, man. Yep. 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 Well, and and that's that's amazing because for for a while there he was averaging on the season a double double. So his his rebounding mar his rebounding numbers have gone down a little bit the last two games. Um, but I want to give a shout out to Cameron Parker too because that same yep. week he had a triple double. Oh shit! So he, had, he had eleven rebounds, fourteen assists, and ten points. That's hard to do. 
That is hard uh, to for do, a guard man. to have eleven rebounds is 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 pretty amazing in a game. Um, mm-hmm. Not not saying fourteen assists <laughs> aren't amazing, mm-hmm. but having eleven rebounds is is. Pretty I mean, I could do that on two K, well. man. Let me just tell you that. So I mean, I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, going back to Josh Bannon, man, he he looks for his shot, man, and he, and they look for him, and and it mm-hmm. you can tell by the beginning of those games. They want to get started on the low post. And so they post mm-hmm. him up. They give him the ball. His uh, three-point outside shooting has been a lot better this year. Um, and so, you know, kind of going into it, man, like the, he's he's been doing great. Uh, Mac Anderson has filled his role of just an energy guy. Um, Scott Blakeney has, has, has been there too, filling that, that spot as well. But, man, I give a shout-out to um, – Robbie Beasley, you know that. Yeah, dude, he's, he's almost doing 10 points really well. per game. Exactly, almost ten points per game and three and almost three rebounds per game too, man. Again, I think that's the most yep. impressive thing, man. I think their yep. rebounding has really come a long way from last year, man. I think yep. I think they want to go up and get the ball a little bit more. They're a little bit more aggressive in their play, man. I think uh, you you kind of see that with these guys, man. And I think yep. obviously uh, th- that's a huge part of the game. That's exactly why you know Jordan decided to uh, bring over um, what's his name? Can't remember. Lonel? No, no, no. Jordan, Michael Jordan, when he was playing for the Bulls, oh, he brought over uh, like Jordan. Who's what's his Jordan? name? The <laughs> rebounder. What's his name? No, no, not Dennis Pippen, Rodman. Guy. Dennis Rodman. Rodman. There you go. There you there go. go. Goodness <laughs> gracious, man. Brent That's Hart, my team, dude. man. I was like, who, who yeah. do you want? Tony Kukoc? Who do you want? What do you... <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's the exact reason why he brought him over, man, because he was leading yep. the league in rebounds, man. And I think, uh, I mean, that's a huge part of being able to, you know, just go out there and dominate games, man, being able to actually go up and get the ball. And if, you win majority of the time, man, you're going to have a better opportunity to, you know, obviously score a lot more points and put yourself and put your team in a better position, especially against those tough, tough teams, you know, down the stretch when we really get into, you know, some serious and, uh, and potential playoff contention. Well, and you know, some concerns with me, so I've got to go concern route too. Um, even though the, the rebounding has been better, it is something that, um, with a better teams, we have kind of seen that they kind of um, are not as as prevalent or, or good in that area. So that is something that I would watch out for. Definitely mm-hmm. against Weber State, where they are big, um, the rebounding mm-hmm. is going to be important. Um, just because our rebounding margin is negative one point five, so other teams are getting you know one and a half or more rebounds a game on us um and that's just non-conference yep. but uh you know we're seven and oh at home we're one and five o- away so you know the, you would hope you know we steal a couple games on the road and we continue to just do uh, you know accumulate those wins yeah. at home um and but- I'm, I'm mainly i just want to make a point of this because people are going to be yeah. like oh my god we're, we're actually not very bad I'm just making the comparison from oh, last yeah, to year last to year. this year. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I would that, totally that, agree with you. A lot of a lot totally of things that I you. say is, is just necessarily is just from the comparison from last year to this year. Yep. You know, yep. again, is that a worry? A hundred percent, it is. And I yep. think you bring about a good point. I mean, against some some of those more solid teams, we struggle because you know they just have sometimes they have those bigger guys that can get up and get the, go up and reach and get the ball. You know, yeah. and that's yeah. a huge, huge thing, man. So it's again, it's a challenge that they're going to have to overcome this year, man. But I, like, again, I do think it's in a big improvement. And I think it's something oh, yeah. that they realize that they need to be better at just overall 
Um, and again, you can see that in a little bit of the play when it comes to just being aggressive in general. Yeah. Well, and you can kind of see that because they, they, you know, they brought in Scott Blakeney. They didn't, they, mm-hmm. you know, they didn't have to. They wanted a bit another bigger guy that could go up and rebound it. You know, they brought yeah. in Lana, Lana Martin, a bigger um, forward that is is can rebound. So, you know, we're getting pretty good production out of our bigs getting rebounds. We're gonna have to start getting a little bit more production out of our our guards and our forwards with rebounding, um, just because. You know, you've got you know the bit the big time hitters. You know, Southern Utah. You've got Montana State, Weber State, um, mm-hmm. Northern Colorado. They're going to be really, really, really big on on rebounding, um, and they've mm-hmm. got some they've got some big guys as well. Okay. Um, and so that that'll be important as well. And then also, holy cow, three point defense, man. Um, that's where you know our defense is solid. But if anywhere, if you're going to find a chink in our armor, that would be three-point defense. Um, Mm -hmm. I had a number here off the top of my head. They are – and I can't find it. But, um, yeah, three-point defense is is not good right now. Um, Teams have been um, really shooting it really well. If you look at conference-wise, they're the number 11 in the conference for three-point defense. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, on a t- coach to cure team, you would think defense is really good. And it is to this point really, really well and really good. Uh, but that's the one area that we struggle with on our defense mm-hmm. is that three point defense. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's the most surprising thing. I mean, coach, coach D, you know, I mean, I feel like he's always been a pretty aggressive defensive scheme type of guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could be wrong in saying that simply because oh, no, I know very totally. little about, about basketball in comparison to, you know, some people out there. Um, but um, I've always known him to be a defensive guy for sure. And I think it's the same with a lot of good coaches. I mean, you think of Bobby Houck, you know, he's a big defensive guy, big special teams guy, you know, stuff that, you know, traditionally in today's day and age is a little bit foreign. I mean, you look at the NBA, it's a, you know, a little bit foreign in comparison <laughs> to previous years, man. So it's just like, you know, it's surprising to see. But again, you know, it's one of those things that, I mean, it's a specialty. You know, it's what he's known for. He's known for an aggressive play, man. And I think it's going to it's gonna transition. I think, like you said, man, that's a chink in our armor. I think he knows that too. I think yeah. it's pretty clear. And I think it's him. It's just going to be a, a time thing to really kind of get it underway and be able to say, okay, we've got this under control. We're not worried about that aspect anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, and you can kind of see that their defense is really good by, and I'm just going to throw some numbers at you guys um, just with stats on where we're at compared to the conference. I know that it's not, we haven't played conference play. We've played two games in the conference, um, but this is overall uh, their numbers from non-conference as well. You know, we're, we're number one in scoring margin that takes an effect of how much we're scoring plus what Others are scoring in the margin that we are, you know, we're having an over 14 uh, point difference there. So scoring margin that tells us we're the number number one scoring D um, or we've got the one number one free throw percentage uh, field goal field goal percentage on defense. We're number two in the, uh, the conference. So uh, our, our defense isn't the problem. It's just one part of the defense that we're having yep. trouble in. Um, so don't get me wrong there. Uh, just, those are the two t- concerns and, um, we haven't seen it as much as we saw last year, but they have had some scoring droughts where, you know, back in the, or back a couple years ago when they had those scoring droughts, you just knew, um, 
their main guy would would, would shoot. Um, but there's not really a go-to guy with this team. There's a lot mm-hmm. of guys. You, you, you pick a day and you don't know who's going to be the leading scorer because there's, you know, seven guys, eight guys that could be the leading scorer. You know, one day it could mm-hmm. be Derek Carter Hollinger. Another game could be Lonel Martin. Uh, we've seen Robbie Beasley. Um, you know, it, it just depends on the night who has the hot hand. And, and that's how the players do it. They don't care. They, mm-hmm. who has the hot hand has the hot hand and and so um it's just it's a, it's a really cool team i really love following this team um and i really mm-hmm. think that they're going to do a lot of great things this year um and like you said man yeah it's just a little bit non-traditional when you think of you know just teams in general like you said there's always that go-to guys are always that guy that you know that, that that's a good player but it's just a step above man and i think uh with this team it, it's it, it could be anybody on any given night which i i think it's it, it's a little bit of a weird feeling you know because you want to say hey what about you know and then you're kind of like okay well you can literally mention anybody you know yeah. but i mean which shares a spotlight what i think is absolutely great man but i am interested to see like who i mean obviously with us being a, such a young team if we have any guys that are going to develop to be that guy you know yeah. what i'm saying yep. I, yep. I think uh at the end of the day, I mean, yeah, it's awesome that it, at any given day, you know, anybody can, but I, it's like, you know, you want a guy that you can, you know, consistently say, all right, that, that's the guy. I mean, yeah. that's what you look for in a program, you know, just because well, we he's going to be able to take that shot and you trust that shot, you know? Yeah, we had that in Seed Pridget when he was here, and we've had that, you know, throughout Coach DeCure's, uh, um, yeah. You know, but so I think so it's a good thing and it's a weird thing. I'm not saying yeah. it's a bad thing. It's just a good thing and a weird thing. Exactly. Well, and a lot of the guys that we have scoring for us are sophomores. And so, yeah. you know, the last year they had a great freshman year that that so- freshman, the sophomore year is so big in development that um, mm-hmm. it, it's crazy to see how they develop in that year because it's really pivotal because um, they're going to they're going to have film on you. The, the mm-hmm. teams that you played last year are going to have film on you. What are you going to do? You're going to have to be able to either get by them or do what you do better than what the, they're going to plan for you. And exactly. so um, it, it's really going to be interesting um, what happens with those fr- three freshmen and how, how they continue to develop because I could see Robbie Beasley. I could see Brandon Whitney being those two go-to scorers. I could also see Lana Martin being that go-to scorer as well. Um, mm-hmm. the, no, I know that's guys, the awesome part. You, we can literally like it's it, we can literally see a multitude of yeah. actual guys being yep. that guy. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, yeah, it's not yep. like we're saying that just because we want somebody specifically. I mean, we just we can literally see any of these guys at any given point. You know, yep. flip that switch and be that guy for the team. You know, yeah. Especially being so young with so much you know time left under their belt. Yeah. Well, and it's gonna be really interesting going. F- uh, into conference play to see the kind of rotation that coach DeCure kind of picks um, mm-hmm. because we have, we have a lot of guys that could play. We have mm-hmm. a lot of guys that could start uh, Kyle Owens. He is not getting the time that he did last year just because mm-hmm. there's more guys. Um, and so it, it's going to be really interesting to see how they cut it down because I think coach DeCure kind of likes either an eight or nine man rotation. Um, and so, that could, you know, nix a couple of guys out of getting getting minutes um, mm-hmm. going into conference play. So that's something that, you know, being the geek that I am, I like to kind of watch out for. Um, 
going further into conference because this is this mm-hmm. is going to be the um conference play guys this is there's not going to be any um break in it kind of like we had started in december where there was two conference games and there's a break there's no there's no break in it um so it's it's going to be this till march madness so hopefully yeah, we man. Can i mean get there man yeah, man, super exciting, man. I mean, they, they got a lot of season ahead of them. I mean, it's realistically just the start of it all, you know. Yep. And so I'm, I'm really hopeful. You know, I'm really inspired by this team, man, and I really, uh, really hope that they're able to, you know, you know, make some noise in the big sky, man. I think it's, uh, I think, I think it's definitely needed. I think it's well deserved, man. And I'm excited to see where Coach T kind of takes this team, man. You know what? Well, shout so out, I, to, shout out to the, you know, his support staff too, man. I think he has an awesome yeah. support staff too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And I have a question for you, Angel, because, you know, mm. being a football guy, you know, basketball is kind of weird in a way that they have a non-conference, they have the conference schedule, and then they have the conference tournament, um, mm. which is totally different than football. And you could and, and you could suck <laughs> non-conference. You could even suck conference. And mm. then you could click uh, – your conference tournament and still get an invitation to the March madness. Mm-hmm. How, mm-hmm. how, how, how do you, you as a football guy wrap your head around that? Man, and you know what? I think, um, <laughs> how are you doing with this, this new, you know what? new area? There's, there's a couple of different things, man, to kind of really consider there. I, it's in, in, in collegiate football, it is, there's a stat out there. I don't know what it specifically is, but the, the stat is basically says that if you play a team and you beat them the first time, your chances of winning the second time are extreme, like ridiculously yeah. low, crazy yeah. low. You know, yeah. I think that in the game of football, what it makes it so special and it makes it so heartbreaking is because it's one and done. That's why rivalries are a little bit. I I think there's some great rivalries and rivalry. Am I saying that right? Rivalries. There you go. Right. Rivalries. Yep. There you go. I'm getting. I'm confusing myself, man. Um, I think there's some great, great, you know, competition between. Uh, I think in the collegiate sense of on the football eyes comparison to basketball, I think it's a little bit more intense, a little bit more, you know, a little bit more to the line. I mean, you think of you know the Grizz Cat. You know, I mean, it's just as intense. You know when basketball plays you know in a lot of ways but the the fact of the matter is that they get to play them a couple different times you know yeah. so it just kind of yeah. I, I think it, it it doesn't take away from the actual sport but it does take away from the rivalry a little bit you know yeah and the fact of the matter is i think and i this is what i think this white football you know teams play usually just each other one time unless they see each other in playoff contention you know is usually simply because in the span of a football game you can really tell, you know, throughout the football game, who really is the better team, you know, where it goes back to basketball. I mean, one off night, it, it doesn't determine whether or not they're the better basketball team, you know, which, yeah. which is why I think they have those times where they go at least two times, you know, at least a couple times, at least give each other an opportunity to see each other for, you know, a conference championship and actually really claim like, hey, were you just, you know, was it a slow start? Was it a bad game? You know, and be really be able to say like, okay, it, it, you know, there's opportunities here. You know, yeah. so it's a little yeah. bit of a different feel, man. It's it's just that's all it really is, man. It d- different yeah. types of environments, different types of 
are ways to look at the game in. And I think uh, with basketball, I mean, they I really think they do it the right way, giving each other the opportunity to play a couple t- different times against each other. I think with football, I think it's set the right way that you're, for the most part, you're only allowed to play a team one time and that's it, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. there's a lot good to it, man. And I actually do like the structure on how that's built because I think it's true to the sport. And I think that's the most important yeah. thing, staying yeah. true to the sport. Exactly. It, it, it is does uh, take a little bit of getting used to, um, but yeah, I, I think it's it's a, it's an awesome. Yeah. Because like basketball, you could play a team, and I know that the Grizz have you know two times in the regular conference, and then play them another time in the uh, conference tournament three times. That is so. Oh my gosh! When that happens, it you really know who the better team is if they're gonna go three and zero on you. Um, or two and zero. That that third game is 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 hard hard to get under your belt. So yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, and, and I do think that you know that 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 conference tournament, man. I think it's super healthy, man. I think it it provides a little bit of a pressure to you know the kids out there. It provides a little bit of a you know of a of bragging rights to really truly say, hey, you know what? I mean, we we were better than you guys in all ways. You know, more yeah. than one way. And then vice versa, man. I mean, if you get a team that's 2-0 and heading into, you know, the conference championship and you get a chance to play it for a third time for whatever reason, I mean, just the anticipation, the excitement behind that, I mean, it's absolutely insane, you know, because everything's on the line at that point, you know, so yeah. it just adds to it, man. And again, I think it, it's rightful in its own way for sure. Yep, yep. Um, so, you know, just to give you an update, you know, the Grizz are playing as we speak. Uh, they mm-hmm. are ahead 50 to 36 against the, the men are 50 to 36 against Idaho state in that second mm-hmm. half. Um, and the women are down to Idaho state 38, um, 24 at halftime. Ooh. So Ooh. Um, yeah, just to give you a quick update as we speak, but well, that's a great maybe, segue, man. Yeah. We're going to go to into, you know, women's basketball now, man, let's, Let's talk about the probably hottest That's team. That's the big question right now. Are they – are am I doing it right? Are they back? I'm going to put are that on back? Instagram somewhere. Are exactly. they back, man? Are they back? They are yeah. having an incredibly awesome – you know, again, we're, we're, you know, we're barely heading into conference play. We're getting ahead of ourselves, you know, exactly. but rightfully exactly. so, man, because they've had yep. some awesome play heading into, you know, into where we are right now, starting the season at nine and two, my guys. Crazy, crazy. Nine, nine and two. And some of those wins, man, holy heck. Crazy uh, wins. <laughs> just some, some some great wins as well. So let's kind of get, get into it since the last time that we – kind of talked guys um utah valley they uh lost that game against utah valley Uh, that was one of their two losses um they were in that game until the fourth quarter and then the fourth quarter kind of got away from them um Mm -hmm. the next game they had was against seattle they blew out seattle 83 to 57 crazy uh and then this next game that they had they, they played utah state that is a mountain west team uh Angel, are you ready for this? They scored 103 points. That's 103 points. I knew, I knew about it, baby boy. I knew about it, man. They <laughs> on, a rolling, West, baby. on a Mountain West team. Uh, incredible. I think they shot like they made like yeah, 14 yeah, threes. Um, 
They were they they had it going that game, man. They had it going. I mean, I mean, and you really saw the, you know, the excuse the language, man, but don't give a fuck. We do not oh, yeah. care who you are type of <laughs> attitude out there on the court, yeah. man. It was exciting yeah. to see, man. Yeah. And I think it, it, it's something that I've been waiting for a long time, you know, just that excitement around that program to just to really start building yeah. up, man. And I think, uh, fuck, man, it, it's so awesome to see them just thrive like that way, like the way that exactly. they happen. Again, we're getting ahead of ourselves, man, but, man, it's yeah. awesome to see up until this point, man. And, and again, I think right now they're they're down. What you say, down a couple points? They're down by 14. Um, and so, you know, you got to look at that, too, because Idaho State and Idaho – were the cream of the crop last year. You know, I, I do not know if they're going to be the same, um, but they mm. were in the conference championship game last year for the big sky. Um, they mm. always have good, good players. So it, it'll be kind of like a, a measuring stick, as you, you would say, uh, to kind of see yep. how we compare with the best teams. Um, and that's why mm-hmm. you play them is, is you gotta, you gotta win those games. Those games at mm-hmm. home are, or those games away. They're playing at Idaho State. It's always harder to get a a, a, a road or a road win than a, a home win. So mm-hmm. you know you want to steal some of those, but some of those you're not gonna steal. So they have a a game as we speak against Idaho State, and then they go to Weber State um, Saturday at one mm-hmm. uh, or on, on on the first at one p.m. Um, like Angel said, they're nine and two. They're two and zero oh in conference play. Uh, just a you know kind of synopsis, man. They're shooting forty five percent from field goal range, thirty four percent from three point land, seventy percent from free throw. Are getting about forty three point five rebounds a game, and uh, assists. They're getting about fourteen point seven assists a game, um, averaging about seventy one points a game, and that's you know. Their margin of, of victory is uh, average about plus fourteen. Um, it's 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 amazing. It's amazing how one year we can be in the middle of the pack, and then following next year, and, and it's just it's 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 a, a praise to the coaching staff and also those yeah. players because man, uh, with with a new coaching staff coming in those players could have said hey i'm i screw this i'm not i'm not gonna buy in um it it could have taken a lot longer but those players and those coaching staff they bought in all of them bought in all of them are putting the work in and you can see that it's coming into fruition and and paying Mm -hmm. off and Mm -hmm. you know who who we're getting ahead of ourselves like we've said but you know will they win the conference we don't know we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know how 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 good of a team we have in the Big Sky play, and we'll find out. But man, are we playing some good basketball? Are we kind of seeing like what what Grizz ba- Grizz women lady yeah. basketball was in the heyday? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, really, really shout out to you know Carmen G. Feller has had an amazing year. She got players. She's a stud, dude. She's a stud. <laughs> Yeah, she's had an amazing season. She got player of the week right before Christmas, uh, 21 points on 10 mm-hmm. shots, 7 yep. of 8 from the free throw line. Uh, she's ranked 21st nationally mm-hmm. in field goal, field goal percentage. Nationally, 21st nat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, what I'm really excited about is their movement is really – when they're on, their movement with the basketball is really great. 
Um, mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if, if the coaching staff preaches that because like, in the, and this is not a knock against the guys, but the guys, they, they, they kind of what's going to happen kind of thing. Um, and they kind of are like sitting there or standing there. The women's game is totally different. And, and what they do, it, it's nonstop movement, which is awesome. And they have been better from three-point range this year than they were last year, and that's always good to see as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Again, man, they've just been they they've had an incredible start, man. And like you yeah. said, they've, they've been really just some key players, obviously Carmen being one of them, being able to just be a big body for the team like yeah. that. I mean, it's absolutely incredible, man. She's, she's playing phenomenally. She's ranked nationally. And the crazy part about it is – isn't she like a sophomore or something like that? No, maybe a junior. I believe she is a junior. Let me pull up their, their roster real quick because I think she's yeah. a junior. Because Abby Anderson is has has had a great year as well. Like all she's of had an had awesome year too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I think Abby Aberson, Abby is a senior for sure. We did yes. we did a cover on the seniors, right? Yeah, she's an she's, Gee, for sure. So, but the fact of the matter is, is that Carmen still has another year under the belt. Just makes it that much more impressive. Yeah, she's a redshirt. Again, uh, I mean, Carmen's love... a redshirt junior. So okay, yeah, she'll yeah, have another yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, so she has another year under your belt, man. And so I think yeah. that 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 that's the best part about it, man. I mean, you love to see a player do well, you know, and by the yep. end of the senior year, you know, get to a, a point where they're 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 making some noise. But the fact of the matter is that she's you know she's a little bit younger and obviously a year younger than those seniors, and still has another year under your belt, man. It just it just uh, something to look forward to for the following year, too, man. I think obviously again yeah. thinking ahead for next year, man, but something to look forward to for sure, man. And and like you said, I think the biggest part about it, man, has really just been the attitude change, you know, the the, the focus shift. I mean, I mean, shout out to a um, compliment to Shannon, uh, the you know, the, the women's basketball coach before Coach Holzinger got hired, man. I think she's she she brought such a solid team, you know, to Montana, you know, as far as being able to recruit those right players, you know. And I think it's a truly special for Brian to be able to come in and kind of take that over because that's a hard thing for a coach to do because those aren't his players that, he you know, he recruited. You know, he's new to the program. He's the newest – he's the freshest face on that court, you know, and being able to play them to their strength and um yeah. and really kind of utilize them in the best possible way that that their talent let them to be be, be able to perform. Um, I think that's exactly exactly what you wanted with Coach Man. I think he brings it to those players, man. I think yeah, there's only been a couple months of you know really kind of getting to know them, but I mean I think you could really tell that those players trust him when they're out there on the court. You know they trust his leadership, they trust his guidance. I mean as you would normally expect, obviously, you know, but people don't understand that that's a harder thing. It, it, it's one of the things. It's harder said. Uh, it's harder done than actually said, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I think he's been able to do that phenomenally. Well, and, you know, not, to, you know, um, dish on, on coaches, but, you know, the a lot of these, you know, and, and I wouldn't say a lot of them, but I would say half the players that they have are, are new because he's brought in some people as well. Um, oh, yeah. Four or five. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's – and, and I'm not, not throwing anybody under the bus, the, the, the good coaches, but he has, to, to give him praise, he has done something to develop some of these younger people. He's had them buy in. Uh, I've been really, really, really impressed by Danny. Um, I'm going to probably mess up her last name, Barsich. Uh, she's a mm-hmm. freshman from Helena Capital. And then also Haley Heward, another freshman from uh, – uh, Valor Christian High School, I believe, in down in uh, Colorado, um, th- they they they've been really doing really well, and you know that's that's hard to you know 
have a, 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 a big role or, or a, a pivotal role as a freshman. And they oh, yeah, have not 100%. been, they have not been scared of the moment at all. Nope, and so, nope. you know, that that's, that's coaching staff as well. Um, and so I just, I just think, man, that going into this game, like, like they've had a hard time last year with, uh, hitting the three point shot going into the last two games, they have hit 25 threes in the last 25, two huh? 25 Jesus. Last three, two games. So, that ain't bad, eh? um, <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not bad. If you're averaging, you know, 12 a game, man, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, you know, that Utah state game, man, uh, some, some, History mate was made there too because that is scoring over a hundred. That's the fifth time in uh, school history for Lady Basketball that they've hit that mark. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say, man. So, I mean, you, you just don't really see that. I mean, how, no. how rare that is. I mean, against just a normal, a normal team, you know, a normal yeah. team, being able to go out there and put up the, those types of points is absolutely yep. incredible. But the fact that they were doing against, you know. Uh, a Mountain West, you know, Utah State. I mean, think about that, man. What what an incredible feature to really have. That's one of those games that you kind of, uh, you know, you paint on the wall somewhere, some type of mural, you know. I know we have yep. a couple, I know, going down to the field. Um, we basically essentially have a wall for, for the football team that for really, really big games. And this past year when we played Washington, we ended up obviously winning 13-7. to And they actually put it up on the wall because it's just such a huge win. I wonder if, you know, the program – they do something of similar sorts, man, because I think that deserves to be on there, you know, rightfully yeah. so. Yeah, and just looking at that game, they shot over 50% for the game. You know, yeah. you, you would, they play, like, and in, in if people out there uh, don't know, they play quarters. So in women's uh, basketball, they play quarters, and then men, they play halves. So, you know, you, you could see a team pl- shoot 50% in the first quarter or second quarter, but to do it for a game, man, uh amazing amazing mm-hmm. and and why we're ranting and raving about this team is it, it's the best start since 2006 2007 um mm-hmm. and so that's why we're ranting and raving i know that it, it we've got another what 18 games i think in conference play um that will kind of see where we're at and we'll be mm-hmm. good for this coaching staff to see hey what's the next steps because i know <laughs> we we've had we have the pleasure to have Brian on. He's not gonna be. He's not gonna be satisfied with just nine and two. He's not. Yeah, gonna be, no. And I know those those other coaches aren't either. Uh, they're mm-hmm. competitors. They're gonna want to keep on building on this and and get it to where where it was. Um, mm-hmm. So with with uh, Coach Selvig, where when he was here. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, just some great stuff happening with the women's program. I'm super excited. Yeah. Yeah, and if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the interview with Coach uh, Coach uh, Coach Brian, I think uh, I highly encourage you guys to do it. Again, uh, yeah. highly regard him. I thought he was yeah. an awesome choice, you know, for the Grizz to hire. Man, I think uh, he has some incredible things planned. I think he's going to be around for you know oh, oh, quite a while in order to get this program where it needs to be um, with the right people. Man, and I think he has everybody in uh, the position that he's in to to really kind of make some of those some of those big changes. Well, and I, I got to give a shout out to him or whoever had the an idea, you know, when they, uh, I think it was either the Utah state game um, or the Seattle game, they had uh coach C uh, for the soccer team take over. Oh the yeah. Yeah, basketball yeah, yeah. That was feed. pretty cool. 
that was I thought that was really cool. It, you know, gives spotlight to the the women's soccer team and also just something different, something kind of to, to spice it up for those people that are following on uh, Twitter and, and stuff like that. So that was an awesome kind of thing that they did there. Whoever's idea that was, you know, shout out to you because that was kind of cool. Um, I could see that that would be kind of fun for other coaches to do that as well. Um, I don't yeah, know. I mean, I mean, even happen, just in but... general, just anybody, you know, that has that, that type of position at the university, man, I think it'd be, you know, it's a fun thing to see. It's a cool thing to see. Yeah. It, it just shows the type of camaraderie, you know, you know, how, you know, coaches are willing to, you, you know, spend their afternoons, you know, because they can easily be doing yeah. it with their kids or they can easily spend that time during the off season to be with them. And, and the fact that they come back and, you know, make a little bit of that sacrifice and also do it because it's good for the people and it's a healthy thing to do to show, you know, hey, we're all in this together, you know, type of thing. Um, yeah, man, it's just good for, the, good for the university. And again, Coach C, man, I mean, it's, uh, awesome guy. Awesome, awesome guy. Love yeah. what he stands for. Love what he represents, man. And I feel I feel that strongly about Coach Ryan, too, man. I think he represents yeah. something very, very special, man. I think, uh, I think uh, that's why people love to follow him. You know, he's one of those guys. You know, I'm, I'm sure all those girls can vouch for him that hey, we'd follow him to war if we had to, you know, just because the yeah. type, that's the type of coach that he is, man. And, uh, again, still early early for us to be tuning his horn because it is his first season, man. But it, yeah. it's a good thing that we have these type of expectations and that type of pressure, man, because it just goes to show that, I mean, we must be doing something right. Exactly, exactly. And uh, I, I just can't wait for this next this next uh, part of the season, and we'll see – where it shakes out we'll give you guys updates on on where we're at and what how how we're doing and and uh if you guys have questions or or things that you want to hear from us you know get a hold of us uh we're going to be talking about uh men's and women's basketball a whole lot more since uh Mm -hmm. that's what's going on right now we'll have some other things as well make sure to check us out make sure to keep on listening even though football's not here we're still going uh, we're still providing you some content to listen to and to to interact with, uh, and we want you to keep on keep on with us. So yeah, man, uh, we really appreciate the love. We really appreciate the support, man, and uh, and we're still rolling, man. I mean, fo- football is an awesome thing to be able to cover, man. But it's really important for us to be able to really just shed light on the university as a whole. You know, shed light on some of those programs that maybe don't get the recognition they deserve, man. I think, uh, I, I think that that's that's really the goal here, man. Just to shed light, shed light on on, on those awesome players, on the things that they're doing, at the things that they're doing in the community, outside of the community, and just shed light on general topics. I mean, yeah, we talk yeah. about sports a lot. I mean, but we are, you know, planning in the near future to have people on. We are planning to, you know, have some real life discussions on how to handle adversity, how to handle challenges in life, man. So I think we're just all around podcast with people, man. I think uh, uh, I'm just super grateful to be a part of it, man. And uh, yeah, man, check us out, man. Let us know what you think. Stop playing. Exactly. 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 To the next hunt and more, uh, hundred more, right, buddy? Awesome, brother. Looking forward to it, man. Go Grizz. Fight on. Yeah.